You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch uh, Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. Your co-host, Danny. And fans, we have a special edition of our show. My voice is a little scratchy, and that's because I've been yelling at the screen for our Milwaukee Bucks, who are now NBA world champions. And, man, what a feeling this is, man. My... uh, Danny, this is a something awesome, man. We've been waiting our whole lives for this. We heard the stories when Lou Alcindor, Kareem, and Big O actually won the title back in 71. We heard the stories, mm-hmm. but we've never experienced it for ourselves until now, man. This is absolutely outstanding. Fear the deer. Come on, Milwaukee. Stand up. You all are world champions. This is just awesome. And this is behind arguably one of the best performance in NBA finals history mm-hmm. by none other than the Greek freak himself, Giannis Antetokounmpo. 50 points, 14 rebounds. Five blocks, and I'm super, super excited for uh, my home city. Well, home city's racing, but you all know what I mean. But for, man, just the fact that Milwaukee has weathered the storm, weathered, have gone through 15 win seasons, mm-hmm. have gone through just uh, being a small market team, and working themselves up. You remember when we drafted Giannis? Yep. And we were trying to figure out who Giannis was, right? We were like, who is this? We don't have any footage on him. We've never heard of his name. He's coming to Milwaukee. This is a waste to pick. But to support him because he's a Milwaukee Buck and then to see him grow into the player that he is, the person that he is, Come on, man. What are your thoughts, Danny? Jason, just want to say congratulations to the city of Milwaukee and all the Bucks fans out there. Long overdue. Long overdue. <laughs> <laughs> man. Last night, a lot of those shots that Giannis made, those floaters, and Brooke made a couple, it was just their night. Phoenix put up a great fight. Phoenix put up a great series, and Phoenix has to be kicking themselves because they let three of these games get away from them. So great season to the Phoenix Suns. Congratulations to them. I know this is not the result they wanted based on um, what happened, but but the Bucs, man, Giannis scored 50 of them, 105, like you said. Brooke was big in the third quarter on that comeback. Mm -hmm. 
got them some energy. Bobby P, Bobby Portis. Come on now. If he doesn't have that game last night, it's going to game seven. Yep, he I hit agree. some big shots, played some great mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday again, great defense. The reason they brought him here, the moment wasn't too big. He wasn't shooting well, but he made up for it on from the assist perspective, the defensive perspective. So, Coach Bud, I'm curious now. We'll get into this in later <laughs> shows on what happens with Coach Bud. Because I was sitting there thinking last night as they're celebrating mm-hmm. and, you know, all the stuff Coach Bud has been through, all the ridicule mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that, you know, just what happened last year with Miami getting swept, uh, being an inch away from losing against Brooklyn on that KD3. Mm-hmm. Just the steps up to this now, he gets to celebrate. Um, and this was the reason they brought him here, right? Mm-hmm. They yep. needed a coach like him. The Deer District was off the hook. Oh, man, it was lit, man. The arena, you, the arena for those we knew who were there, you know it was crazy loud, but through the TV, <sighs> especially when they made that comeback and then ended up taking that lead and then – you know, at the end, finishing it off. But congratulations to just the two teams in general for putting on a great show. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And we talked about this, I believe, in the last show. I may have mentioned it. These games are going to be tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they did not disappoint. And luckily, the Bucks were on the better end of that um, result. So Phoenix has some moves to make in the offseason. Obviously, Giannis exposed that. I think Sarge really hurt them by that t- torn ACL because they had no one. Aiden couldn't do anything with Giannis. He couldn't move quick enough. So just think, Giannis has room to improve. Yes. <laughs> so for him to put that performance on in the biggest game of his career, biggest game in, oh, since 71, sky's the limit, man. And if they can keep this team together, I know Bobby Portis has a player option. You have your nucleus. You have your people signed. Enjoy the parade, and we'll talk offseason in, in a couple weeks. But congratulations, man. Congratulations, Milwaukee. And listen, Danny, you said this at the very beginning of the playoffs. It's going to come down to free throws, man. And Giannis, come on, man, 17 for 19 from the free throw line? Yep. Come on, man. He was going for it, man. Just the effort alone mm-hmm. was just really inspiring. Just the effort alone. Uh, I think that to be very beginning of the game, it was a lot of nervous energy. And I think the mm-hmm. nervous energy wore down both teams, quite honestly. Yeah. Uh, there were so many breaks, so many air balls that I saw in the first quarter. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a terrible game. Turned out to be one of those grand amount games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the refereeing was um, quite interesting, to say the least. Uh, but I would say this, Danny. 17 from 19 from the free throw line by Giannis. He was locked in. Yep. Uh, 50 points, as I meant, as we mentioned before. Uh, 16 points by Bobby Portis off the bench, and nobody else from the bench scored. To your point, 
that was very much uh, an advantage and is very huge there. I think when you think about this series, I think this series could have been a gentleman's sweep. When you think about games one and two in Phoenix, mm-hmm. yeah, I realize now Giannis scored like in the second game. Well, the first game he had 20 points, 17 rebounds mm-hmm. on one leg. Yep. Second game he had about 42. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I mean, if Coach Bud would have made adjustments a little sooner, maybe we, we could have got this in, in five games. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I think this really shows a lot about uh, – it shows the coaching by Bud, Coach uh, Bud. And to your point, we'll get into it later later on in a different podcast, man. I think by getting this championship, it's going to give Coach Bud a ye- another year or two. I think it's going to buy him that contract. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and I have to say something to the media, folks. This storyline about CP3, Chris Paul, about him being injured, that something is wrong with Chris Paul. There was nothing wrong with Chris Paul in games one or two. Yeah. It was something wrong with him come game three and four. In game six, he showed up. He was, he was actually in game six – he actually had a decent game. When you think about the Phoenix Suns, he actually led the Phoenix Suns in scoring with 26 points on 11 for 19 from the field. Uh, and so I want y'all to stop it, that something was wrong with Chris Paul throughout this series in games three, four, and five. That's bogus because there was nothing wrong with him in games one and two. Nothing wrong with him in game six but there's something wrong with him in three four and five come on get out of here with that man and i hate i really hated that storyline mm-hmm. or, or the storyline was good don't get me wrong i put it like this the storyline of him winning a championship after six being in the league for 16 years that's a good storyline yes we people have that sentimental value of of uh someone who's worked that long to get rewarded. I, I get that. I I respect that storyline. But the aspect of him now being hurt at the in the middle of the series when they were losing, but mm-hmm. at the end when they lost, when he had 26 points and at the very beginning of the series when he, they were winning, there was no talks about him being injured. Man, get out of here with that, media. And the story, the thought of Giannis not being a true number one, a true quote-unquote Batman. Let me just say this, man. If Giannis didn't prove that he was number one in the closeout game when he scored 50 points, mm-hmm. I don't know what else, what other proof you need. I really don't. Without Giannis, the Milwaukee Bucks wouldn't be in this position at all. No. Giannis consistently gives you 30 and 13 on a nightly basis. He just so happened just to go ahead and give you 50. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
to wrap this up. So yeah, media, I need to stop this about Giannis not being a, a true number one or being a Batman, whatever the case may be. Why not just have a good team mm-hmm. and where the teammates complement each other for the goal of becoming champions. I think that's the missing piece. And I think the narrative uh, for so long in the NBA has been create super teams, go ahead and have uh, your two or three great players on a team and go ahead and go from there. I think what this championship has proved is that you can stay in a small market. Yep. You can be recognized globally and you can get some t- decent TV ratings as well. Mm-hmm. And you'll be okay. You don't have to go to Los Angeles. You don't have to go to Philadelphia or New York or yep. Dallas or other big market teams. You can honestly get drafted in a small market team and do very well and still get marketed and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. This is what, in my opinion, this championship proves. And oh, by the way, I think this ring that the Milwaukee Bucks now will be receiving, Danny, I think this ring is more significant than some of these rings where power teams and super teams have really joined forces and gotten the championship. I think Milwaukee will have their day in the sun tomorrow with the parade. There you go. There you go. At 11 11 a.m. and let them enjoy it. And then we'll see what happens next year with this team. With, like I said, most of them coming back. Uh, we do have the Olympics coming. So that's one fear of mine with this team, in particular with Middleton and Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. And going deep into the playoffs like they did, um, how they respond next year and how their bodies uh, respond, you know, legs and everything. Because, you know, usually with the Olympics, they don't get that time off, and especially mm-hmm. with the season running through end of July almost. Yep, usually exactly. done by mid-June so curious how that plays out so that's where bench depth will definitely have to be um something to look for in the off season. I think one other key moment to call out on this Giannis from the Giannis perspective was if you watched him in the beginning of the third quarter he took over that game and willed that team because yep. that's when he hit the three-pointer mm-hmm. hit those jumpers he was doing everything and you could see him yelling at him like, come on, man, mm-hmm. let's go. We got this. And then finally they, they started going because Middleton and drew from an oh. offensive perspective, didn't have it going. It was Not Bobby Portis and Giannis and then Brooke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from him to step up and not let that and will that team to that victory, because if he wouldn't have did that at the beginning of the third quarter, I thought that game was over, honestly, because they felt start falling flat. Exactly. So I congratulations again, man. Well deserved. And this cements Giannis's legacy, if nothing else, uh, you know, in his future. Two MVPs, a finals MVP, and bringing a championship to Milwaukee. It's not much more you can ask now of him. So, so. true. So true. And let me just say this on the Phoenix Sun side. I would say that what you'll start seeing honestly, uh, for, from a lot of young people playing basketball is with the return of the mid range game. Mm-hmm. When you think about CP three, Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, obviously on the buck side, 
when you, when you talk about those players and their mid-range game, you're going to start really seeing that, honestly, in probably AAU and other, you know, young type leagues. So that that's going to be very interesting to see how this really uh, leads into the NBA and even to uh, college uh, as well. But I have to say this, man, Devin Booker is the truth, man. Phoenix Suns are going to have to put some pieces around Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think one of the things that Coach Monty Williams did not do was was play um, what was to really play um, Johnson as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think had he gotten more minutes, I think they would have provided a little bit more of a score, scoring punch there. So either way, man, like you said, congratulations, Milwaukee. Congratulations, Bucks fans. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.